Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Guys, so I wanted to do a bonus episode this week in lieu of the 20th anniversary for September 11th. And I thought, you know, coming back to the family episode, who no other to speak to than my cousin who was in the Marines. The start of his military career was the day of 9-11-2001. So I have Dorian back. Welcome back, Dorian. Thank you, Alon. Thank you for having me back. And a slight correction there. When you deal with a Marine, you don't say they was in the Marines. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's my bad. That day, 9-11, I could just speak for me. And I mentioned this in the current episode. I was only in the fifth grade. I remember getting out of school early. I don't remember coming back home from school and you being there. So walk me through that entire experience. All of that was just such a blur to me. That whole day was just a a whirlwind in and of itself. So I'll start from the beginning. So I had already um, went to the Marine recruiter, you know, signed my contract to go. I was supposed to leave for boot camp until October. Of course, our grandmother wakes me up and was like, Dorian, you need to, you know, see what's going on. So, of course, I seen the first tower get hit. This was in the morning? Yeah, this was in the morning. Wow. So, I seen this. So, I'm like, oh, geez, okay. So, then, not too long after, I started watching the news and seeing all that happened. So, of course, you know, with my parents living in in New York and my mother's working, you know, right there. Right. So, of course, my main thing was just trying to get in contact, you know, just to make sure that she's all right. And, of course, you know, everyone's trying to get in contact with New York. So, the whole time, I'm just sitting there worried, 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 trying to get in contact with her. So, trying to deal with that, I get a call from my recruiter, and he's like, hey, we got an opportunity for you to get into the Marine Corps earlier, but you're going to have to leave today. Mm. So, I was like, hmm. Let them know. I was like, you know, I'm not going anywhere until I know that my mother is all right and everything else. So he gives me some time as the day goes on. Have you heard anything back? You know, what's your decision? So I was like, okay, well, you know what? Job opportunities wasn't looking that good at the time. I was applying for jobs, but wasn't getting anything. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Go down to the recruiting station and fill out the last little bit of paperwork. Get done with that. I come back to the house and he's like, okay, we'll pick you up such such time. So I'm just getting myself together. I'm letting everybody know, hey, you know, I'm getting ready to leave today. The recruiter finally shows up. The same time the recruiter shows up, my mother calls. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm on the phone with her. I'm like, you know, just make sure that she's okay. And she tells me, you know, she wasn't in Manhattan. So I'm like, all right, you know, I got some news to drop on you as well that I'm leaving for boot camp and I'm leaving today. This was like, I want to say two in the afternoon. He finally shows up. So he shows up. I got my bag packed. He picks me up from the house. I'm on my way to Montgomery. He drops me off at the hotel. Stay at the hotel that night. The next morning, the morning of the 12th, uh, go through all my processing. Once the processing is done, I'm on a bus because uh, normally they, you know, they fly everybody out or everything else. Well, I take that back. It wasn't even a bus. It was 
six of us in a van driving from Montgomery all the way up to uh, Beaufort, South Carolina to go to um, boot camp. Wow. Left Mobile the 11th, was in Paris Island by the 12th. Of course, me being a kid at the time, there were certain things that I heard that put your mom in a panic. Yeah. And I, and I heard like some semblance of a story where you called her crying because you thought that they were going to put you in the trenches or the front line or something. I thought that as soon as we got to boot camp, we could make that one quick call. And we had a whole right there near the phone. They had a statement that you pretty much said verbatim. You didn't give anyone a chance to, you know, try to ask any questions. You just gave them that statement and then you off the phone. I ended up sending a letter or something. The scare joke was as soon as you get done boot camp, you're you're going. Oh. As soon as you leave boot camp, you know, you're going to go fight. And I was just, at first, you know, of course, you know, just getting in the military, you're thinking like, what? I'm thinking like this is the draft days like Vietnam. But then after sitting and thinking about it for a day, a couple of days, it was just like, no, they can't do that because you're not fully trained. After that happened and once I kind of calmed that down, I was just like, wrote a letter like, no, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. To be honest, I was scared for a bit. And even after I got out of boot camp, I was still a little scared because when I changed my time from October to September, it changed to open contract. So the military had the rights to pick whatever job was best that they think I needed, you know, whatever they need to fill at the time, vice, whatever um, job that I picked, which originally was uh, Intel. Going through a couple of days at the, the second part of my training, they started, they put everybody in formation and they just started calling names. My last name gets called. I'm like, oh crap, what is this about? They pull us all to the side and they're like, yeah, y'all get pulled out of the um, formation because y'all are no longer going to infantry school. I was like, wait a minute. I ain't signed up to be, you know, that kind of, Thing for the military so and what, I, what was that uh infantry school is pretty much where the actual frontline people they that's where they go for their training i was like if i have to i got you know i'm fine with that but i had an agreement and what my recruiter told me was yeah i wasn't going to be filling that kind of slot try to get back in contact with my recruiter back in mobile and you know i tell them what's going on i was like hey you know they were sending me to infantry school so it was like okay hold up so it's like okay we'll make some phone calls we'll get in touch with him and then you know just do what you're told and you know we'll get it taken care of on the back end so a couple of days go by no information is being fed to me so i'm still on pins and needles like am i really gonna have to go to infantry school third day i was in the standby platoon they called my name was like hey you're going to regular um, marine corps combat training which is just basic infantry training for people that are in the support. So after that happened, I was just like, thank goodness. <laughs> what were your thoughts pertaining your mother at the time when September 11th happened? And I was just nervous, like, oh man, am I going to, you know, is something, is my mother going to be injured or something fatally happened? You know, at the same time, I'm getting ready to go to boot camp. She called back and let everyone know that she was fine. And it was just like, a load was lifted that day. Well, a, a lighter load than what I was already dealing with. I do find it so miraculous how that day was the day that she decided not to go to work because she had a dentist appointment. No, it was a blessing in disguise. It really was because her building was so close to it. Prior to 9-11, like airports were kind of like you could go mm -hmm. in all the way up into the gate and, you know, TSA wasn't that bad and all of those things. So... What did that look like, all of this traveling through the military? What did that look like after 9-11? By the time I was getting ready to head to Okinawa, which was in 2004, 
a lot of that had died down a bit. It, I won't say they were, it got to the point where it was super lenient, but especially with military, I had to be on my guard. And that's one of the big things they teach in the military. You know, when you're traveling, you don't want to put a, a target on yourself. I know sometimes you'll see Army people and Air Force people in their utility uniform. For the Marines, we don't wear that unless we need it. So if we're anywhere within, quote unquote, civilian area, we're looking just like everyone else. So again, so we won't be a target, but it's hard for some people because of the you know the military haircut so you start looking at that but of course with me being bald was just like okay just another black man traveling and i tried to keep conspicuous as possible especially with my bags and stuff so got a regular duffel bag when people knew that i was moving on military orders was like okay front of the line i didn't see as much you know as as, as anyone else would i appreciate you sharing your story I know that day was scary, and then especially having a parent in New York that worked close to the towers, that was doubly as scary. But I appreciate you sharing your story, and our hearts go out to all the families of the victims, the New Jersey and New York Port Authorities, the firemen, the police officers, and our fallen soldiers. We will never forget a whole mood. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.